0: Welcome to Solar Voice, a podcast series designed to help you master change within. Millions of people around the world are now awakening to the fact that changes in your life begins with changes in you. In Solar Voice, I share with you my experiences, thoughts and ideas that I have formed From my experience of helping people from all walks of life. So today, as you listen to this podcast, you may discover something that might help you make a real change in your life. In this episode, I'm going to discuss a few methods of getting into uptime. In one of the earlier episodes, I discussed about how uptime can help you perform even better in any of the contexts and how it is one of the foundation blocks for linguistic programming. Just to recap, uptime is a state of mind where your attention is fully on the elements of an ongoing work or activity from which you can obtain continuous feedback. Which means if you're a trainer and you're standing on a platform and there are 2000 people in front of you, then um, some trainers have their attention inside of them as in how do they feel? Do they feel good? Do they feel confident? Some trainers have voices in their head saying, how am I going to do what to do next? Some trainers have pictures in their head. They're thinking about uh, what is the next point and so on. Whereas, some excellent trainers have their full attention out on the audience and they're allowing their conscious and the unconscious to pick up cues based on very subtle movements and, uh, and changes to update their presentation on a continuous basis. This is applicable for almost every activity that you do if you're an artist and you're painting the best of them have their full attention on the, on the art that is produced so that they allow the art to shape them, shape the art again. There is a continuous dance between the work you produce and how that shapes you to shape the work back again. And uptime is, is the state of mind where your full attention is on just the elements that will allow you to do all of this. So in the previous episode I covered some more details about uptime and its significance. In this in this episode I'm going to focus more on how to get into uptime on demand. I can think of at least 3 easy ways of doing this with the help of neurolinguistic programming. Method 1: unconscious assimilation or modeling. Method 2: calibration to internal physiology. Method 3, Explicit Anchoring. And in this podcast, I'm going to explain in brief each of these methods. Unconscious assimilation or modeling is just a technical name for copying. So if you pay attention to anybody who's good at what they do, when they're doing that activity, you would notice that they get into this, into this peak state where nothing can disturb them. You could, you could talk to them or the phone could ring. There could be disturbances, noises around, but their full attention is there. Maybe they sustain it for the duration it is necessary to complete that activity. And then they come out of it. Now, If you are able to observe this phenomena around you, and this happens with almost everyone, people get into uptime easily uh, in in certain things, and they are unable to get into uptime in other things. So what you're learning to do right now is how do you get into uptime into any context that you wish to get into uptime for. So if you observe someone in this specific context, let's say you want to be in uptime when you're writing emails. And you walk around your office and you notice this person who is just there, who's at that moment fully into that email and the person is typing it as if that's the only thing there and you notice them reading the email, making edits and they're updating it and, and to you it appears like the person is doing a very productive activity and they're on the peak of their state. Great. Now, what you can do is you could take a photo of that of that moment, maybe photos or a video in your mind of how exactly was this person sitting? how exactly did they type, how exactly did they look at the computer screen, and just go back to your own computer and Just copy that posture, copy that movement and start typing with the intention that you're doing exactly what that person did. Surprise, you will find yourself getting into uptime automatically, just like the other person did. Neurolinguistic programming found out long time ago that the external physical manifestation is a representation of internal thought processes. And if you copy the external, you can also copy the internal. There was no scientific basis for this when they did this 30 years ago. But right now with the development of neuroscience, there are multiple articles going around from very famous research institutes about how the physiology impacts the internal thought patterns. So all you have to do is every time you catch somebody who is in uptime, who is in the peak of their performance, you take a mental photo. You take a mental weed you and you replicate it to the best of your ability. For a moment, it'll feel like it's not you. That's okay. You're evolving. You are lo- using this as a scaffold, as a stepping stone to discover you and your natural uptime. But before you get there, you're using someone else's physiology, posture and way of doing things as a way to teach yourself to discover your way of getting into uptime. So that's NLP modeling. The only thing you need to do for that is when you look at this person, make a mental photo or a video, and then when you're back to your work where you need this uptime in that context, you just become that person. The second way to do this is is calibration to internal physiology. What this means is that very minor muscle movements in your body can actually trigger uptime and you're already doing it but you're not conscious of it. So if you can become conscious and aware of what are these minor movements that you're doing, the minor muscles that you're activating that's triggering your uptime then you can learn to do this on demand, you can learn to activate those muscles on demand. And it will help you to get there quickly and easily on demand. So this is what you can do. So stand up and mark two spots in front of you. And step into one of the spot. And just as you step in, staying in that spot, do something that you're excellent at doing. Something in which you can get into those states easily. For some people, it is jumping. For some people, it's exercising. For some people, it's screaming out loud. For some people, it's uh, singing a song. For some people, it is doing a mathematical equation. It doesn't matter what it is. For some people, it's painting. For some people, uh, it's dancing. So just step into that spot and get into that activity that gets you into a very big performance easily. And as you are there, I want you to freeze for a moment and now pay attention to the muscles in your body starting from your forehead all the way to the toes, the, the angle on which your body is resting in all the axes. Vertically, horizontally, the tension in your muscles in the neck, shoulders, the orientation of the body, the angle in which your shoulders are pointing, how open or closed are your shoulders, the relaxation or tension in each of the muscles going from your neck to the shoulder, to the chest, to the stomach, to the hip, to the knee, to the toes. As you pay attention to that, just memorize them. Just memorize how it feels internally. Now, what you're looking for is very minor movements. You're not necessarily looking at, am I crunching my shoulder or am I having it wide open? But you're just paying attention to internal muscles very, 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 very carefully. The magic question to ask is, what is the difference in my physiology internally when I'm in uptime and when I'm not in uptime? And after you've done that, just step back. And get into the other spot and do whatever it is that you're trying to do into which you're not able to get into uptime. And just do that activity. And as in the middle of doing it, just pause for a while. Freeze. And pay attention to your physiology again. Memorize it. Now, once you've done this, what I want you to do is I want you to step back and go, go into both of these spots multiple times. Until you're able to pinpoint a distinct shift in physiology internally, do it back and forth as many times as necessary until you have an idea of, well, this is the distinct change. This is the distinct shift. Great. What you have now done is calibrated to what internal physiology is activating your uptime. Now, what I want you to do after that is I want you to get into the second spot where you had difficulty getting into uptime and as you're about to do that activity I want you to first shift your physiology to match the physiology that you had when you were in spot one and then do activity two and when you do that you might notice that the performance is significantly improved there is a natural flow There are no internal thoughts. For some of you, it might appear like you're blank, which is good. Just go ahead and do what you have to do without thinking about it before. For some people, when they're in uptime, they say, I feel blank, which is good. Blank means that your brain is going to surprise you with something amazing as you start delivering and that your full focus and attention is where it must be. So repeat this activity a few times until you're able to easily and uh, effortlessly shift your physiology to get into uptime on demand. The third method, and uh, the most primitive in my opinion, is the explicit use of anchoring. Anchoring means that if you are going through an intense emotion, and if you are touched, or if you hear a sound, or if you see something at that moment, The emotion is attached to the touch, the sound or what you see. So in the future, when you see the same thing or if you touch the same way or if you hear the same sound, the same emotion would fire again. Now, you can use this to your advantage to get into uptime. So the way to use anchors for that is the next time you're doing something and you recognize you're getting into uptime, you recognize that you're fully there, Just take a moment to touch yourself in a specific way that you can repeat again. Choose the touch in a way that it is only used for the purpose of anchoring and you don't touch yourself in that way any other time. For example you could take your thumb finger and your index finger and hold them together. When your fingers touch you have anchored the uptime to the external anchor of your fingers touching each other. So the next time uh, you're doing something and you, you you think you want uptime, you just press these two fingers together and then you would get into uptime instantly. Now, there are certain things to consider when you're using anchoring for getting into uptime. One, the activity of anchoring must not get you out of uptime. So it shouldn't be like, okay, now I'm in uptime, let me anchor. Boom, you're already out of uptime. So there's, there's a thin wall there between anchoring the want to be in uptime versus anchoring the uptime itself so this might take a little practice because the anchoring has to be precise it has to be in that exact microsecond where the uptime is building up Now there are sometimes photographers who wait in the forest to get a shot of a bird or an animal and they spend hours there for that beautiful scene to capture with the camera. And it sometimes happens that they're waiting for hours but those movements last only for a second or sometimes even a microsecond and the photographer has to capture it right then there. And the photographer also has to make sure that the act of taking the photo does not disturb the animal or the bird that they're trying to photograph. Because if it does, then they no longer have the candid shot that they wanted in the first place. So when you're anchoring, make sure that you use a touch that is simple, that you can get to quickly and something that is not too much of an effort and something that won't take you out of uptime in the process of doing it. I tend to use external anchors as a temporary setup to do some permanent programming. Perhaps in one of the episodes I will discuss about how to extend this technique into programming so that you don't have to keep firing the anchor every time, but the anchor fires itself automatically. And that's what programming is really about. Uh, I've given you three methods that you can use to explore More about uptime and how to get there easily and quickly on demand. So enjoy getting into uptime. There are thousands of different powerful states of awareness, thousands of uptimes. Each context that you're in would demand a different uptime, a different peak state so have fun with it and notice how your world changes how you can do the same thing but get a completely different response when you're doing it from a state of power so continue to enjoy and i'll see you in my next podcast until then i'm signing off this is anna john continue to grow blissfully